have a luxury at the Mama Bardina house. She just brought me coffee in bed. Wait, crap, wait, hold on. Can't actually drink coffee laying down. Not without spilling it and waking Liam up. Jess and Andy have some business in Bellingham today, so I got to have a slumber party with my favorite godson. <laughs> He's still out like a light on the chaise lounge. So tall for his age. Only eight and so tall. Huh? Oh, oh shoot. No, no, Liam. Go back to sleep, kiddo. I should head downstairs for this. <laughs> Well, a very large breakfast, an army of snow angels, ten very tight braids in my hair that I still haven't taken out yet, and a nap, and I am back. Mom combed out my hair and talked Liam through braiding it. I'm up to ten, because apparently that's how many Princess Marita needs to have. <laughs> even though I'm, I'm not a red-haired. <laughs> He's such a gentle boy. I'd like to say for certain he gets that from Cooper, but I suppose at the end of the day, Andy is too. Don't tell anyone I said that. I won't lie, I will never forgive him for disappearing like that. Like, it's understandable to an extent what he was dealing with, but he just left Jessica with a two-month-old and ghosted us for, like, three years. Ugh. I'll stop. I'm just gonna rant. <laughs> Jessica knows my thoughts on this. Andy knows my thoughts on this. But it won't change anything. He and Jessica will be back first thing in the morning. And actually, Cooper's coming over tonight for a sleepover with our favorite, if only godson. Just like the good old days. <laughs> uh, I still don't totally know how any of us got through that third year of college. <laughs> well, Jessica's second year. And still, eight years later, cheers to her grandma for letting a bunch of early 20-somethings, like, collectively parent a child. <sighs> But yeah, everyone will be here for the party tomorrow. Dad's been gone for 15 years next month and legally declared dead for five. And I hate this. Every year I hate this. It's always uncomfortable. Just, there was no body, no sign of struggle. Not even, like, a single drop of blood, just a wide-open driver's door and a half-full sharpening car at the Safeway, 8 o'clock at night. I know Darren, the original detective, he's still keeping an eye out and ears open, even though he's retired, and I can't tell how much of it is him, like, genuinely concerned about what happened to Dad, or if he just wants an excuse to take Mom out for lunch every now and again. Oh, shoot. I... 
speaking of party, I forgot to take out my shirt to iron before tomorrow. I have not been t on top of keeping my nice shirts in order. <sighs> okay, it's okay. It's, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <sighs> There's a new little braided rug in front of the sink. The rabbit painting is where it always is, and mom put a bouquet of hellebores in the window for me. Silver... Sliver up blue soap in its bowl, a splash of toothpaste on the mirror from Liam's spit this morning that I haven't cleaned up yet. There's a robin singing outside. I, I think it's off in the lilac tree by the garage. And... Mom and Liam are watching cartoons downstairs. Fan isn't running. My cardigan is super soft, and I'm wearing the fuzzy socks I got for Christmas. The edge of the sink is nice and cool, and I still get claustrophobic in here because it is a tiny bathroom, and I can't breathe. Yes, yes I can. Yes, I can. Diane, there was a postcard tucked in my shirt at the bottom of my duffel bag, sent to Georgia, CO to me, like all the others. I've been ignoring the mailbox, not even a peek. I stopped digging into Ben Schiller, and while I still close all the curtains at night, I have not been letting this, like, impact my life at all just brand new homeowner, getting stuff sorted out. Nothing weird is happening. Everything is fine. I am, I am just stressed and this is just a bad day and tomorrow we celebrate dad's life and it's going to suck because I know everyone thinks he did something to himself, even though he wasn't like that. His job was hard when we were living in New Hampshire, and he'd be gone for days at a time, and he hated it. And I know, I know he never talked about it directly, but I think something about it really scared him, which is why we moved... To, like, that's why we moved out here, why we moved to Olympia. And he got that teaching job at the high school, and like... Yeah, it was a major step down, but he was home so much more, and he was happy. And just... Shit. I'm just on the phone. I'll be down in a few minutes, Mom. It's fine. It's fine. Home sweet home. Didn't have a chance to finish everything at mom's. It was kind of chaotic with Cooper getting there and then Justin Andy got in the next morning and then the party thing, life celebration. Still not quite sure what to call it. Mom calls it a life celebration. She did finally move on and I guess I'm still holding out hope that dad's out there and okay and just for whatever reason, 
hasn't been able to make it back to us. Alien abduction is preferable to what the police think. Uh, detective, well, ex-detective Darren, he swung by and he was the lead on the case those first few years, retired now. I won't lie, I have not always been the kindest to him, but I guess for whatever reason, genuine, like, genuine concern and hope he'll come back or my mom. He, I know he does keep a copy of the missing persons file, even though he is retired. And he brought a lovely bouquet of pink roses for mom, too. <laughs> Don't like that he was a cop at all, but they've been friends for years, and suppose if that makes her happy, I'll have to live with it. Other relationship news. Coop and Marcus are a thing, a thing, and Jess and Andy are looking at moving up to Bellingham with Liam for Jessica's new job at the college, looking for houses even, which is kind of exciting, but I've, I wasn't able to give many pointers. It was actually really weird looking back at how I got this place. I'm blaming the gaps in my memory on that post-breakup pit, but Andy actually got really concerned when I couldn't tell him about, like, meeting with the banks for a loan and that I didn't even look at any other places. This house just reeled me in. Margot was also concerned, and it was awesome to see her in person again yesterday, but, uh, it... It kind of sounds like that was going to be our last appointment together, which is fine. It's totally understandable, okay, and, like, I've seen it coming. The video chats we've been having are... They've been on the struggle bus, <laughs> and it... I'll be honest, it will be so much better having a therapist I can, like, really see in person. Uh, thankfully, she did recommend a couple who are closer by... Unfortunately, none of town, of course, just my luck, but the three, they're all within a half hour drives from here, so that's great. Um, I think that's all the big stuff. Oh, I haven't read the postcard yet. It got shoved back in my duffel. I did tell myself I'd get it over with when I got home. Here I am. But at the same time, I also told myself I would tear it up and throw it out at mom's, but that did not happen. And now I am sitting in my car, procrastinating like a moody teenager. Ugh. Might as well get this over with then. I feel like I deserve a medal for how much I've gotten done putting this off. I actually had to stop myself from bringing a broom down to the basement to sweep cobwebs out of the ceiling beams. But I'm tired, and I refuse to put this off until tomorrow. The postcard is from Maine. With two lobsters on the front, one blue, one red. The back address is 
sent to the usual Georgia COD me. There's poem. Oh. Ghosts swing from the raptors. Ooh, raptors. You can tell I haven't read one of these in a while. Ghosts swing from the rafters of my childhood home. Barbed eyes in the dark. Okay. Let's see, and then... Okinawa is treating me well, Georgia. The Nakagusuku Hotel. Is that how you pronounce it? Nakagusuku Hotel has been especially nice to explore. The veil here is super thin. You should definitely start some research here. Hope you are well, and that that blue bitch hasn't been giving you trouble. I haven't seen hide or tail of them since Oslo, and I want to keep it that way. Stay safe, Gideon. P.S. All caps. Write me sometime. Oslo. Oslo, Oslo, Oslo. I had a letter with a poem from Oslo a while back. I, whew, I think it was that first one. Oh no, I think I threw that out. Shucks. Hmm, interesting. G is Gideon and I'm sticking to not caring. In much more exciting news, I finally finished my seeding map before this whole debacle, and even like a nice little spreadsheet table for like seeding dates, get some fancy pants succession plantings going on, and now that means I can finally go through all these catalogs that came last week and order things. Finally. Rosa dropped off one of her old garden journals for me to leaf through to get idea of what works here, um, which was super kind of her. Like, that's going to be so awesome, knowing all this stuff. And she also left me a voicemail earlier, uh, like early, early, earlier, like Sunday morning. And I'm talking about like 3 a.m., uh, Recommending uh, giving the folks at South Hill Nursery a call, specifically Jade, who has a particular affinity for the fruit trees and apparently is uh, single. I might do that tomorrow after I get through the roughs for this next project. Um, yeah, little little dance, little party writing gigs. Uh, it's not much, just a couple of pieces of copywriting for a new startup in Seattle. Oh, and I definitely want to call those potential therapists and try to set something up soonish. It's still rec weird recording all of this as sporadically as it happens. I was worried that I wasn't doing it enough. But uh, Margot says it's fine. Anything is better than nothing. Even if it's just a couple of times a month. Uh, I should try to do this every day. I just forget. <laughs> I get sucked into hours painting. and Although that's all done now. So, zah, I no longer have that excuse. Um, that there's also been like deep cleaning or gardening and... Honestly, that is almost like the Venn diagram of those tasks is almost a circle. 
And yeah, what else? Oh, the biggest one, looking for work. I don't know what happened. It's just none of my usual luck. And it's just, it feels harder than ever out here. And by itself, that's looking for it is just turning into a full-time job just about. Oof. Jessica was right. Maybe I should revisit those awful erotic sonnets I wrote in college and just go ham. Man, maybe I should have grabbed my old notebooks. Mom said she'd be okay holding on to them until whenever my little car was pretty packed with the remnants of my library and all my old quilts from Grandmama. Oh, and my old snowboard, which I haven't touched in years. It'll move from her garage to my basement for who knows how long. I, I mean, I am a little closer to some nice hills here, but it's definitely not going to happen this year. Hopefully by this time next year, I'll be settled enough to take a Nice long day trip to go snowboarding, maybe meet some friends, drink too much beer in a crappy hotel hot tub, come home to a cute cat and a garden full of produce. I won't have any weird mail and the neighbors will show up unannounced with iced tea and hot gossip in the summer and I'll have to dig the ashes out of the fire pit multiple times every weekend because it gets so much use. And then someday, Jessica and Andy will finally get married, and I will deliver a hilarious, if mortifyingly scathing, drunken toast at their wedding. I am sorry, but Andrew, he brings out the worst in me. And Liam will be shipped off here for two weeks in August while they go on their honeymoon. Margot told me to go big with my wants. Is that big enough? Should I go bigger? I want to write a New York Times bestseller. I want to grow to be a shriveled old lady with the sweetest firecracker of a wife in the whole world and have better homes and gardens come to do a piece on my yard when it's all grown in because somehow I've also made time to become a master gardener and have the loveliest roadies this side of the mountains. Yeah, that sounds big enough. Greetings and salutations, everyone who has turned into this new episode. This is your writer and voice of Rachel, Sabrina, if you're tuning in like it's 1946, and Sabrina, all caps, if you're reading the script on our blog like it's 2008. As always, if you're interested in updates, follow us on Instagram at starroomstudio. That's at star.room.studio, our landing center for this series and some other little creative bits and bobs of mine. You can also find mostly accurate scripts and, much more excitingly, free downloadable coloring pages to accompany each episode on the website at www.sabrinalucille.com. If you'd like to support this podcast, I don't have a Patreon, but there is a little coffee cafe where you can send some caffeine my way at www.coffee.com/sabrinalucille. 
That's www.ko-fi.com forward slash Sabrina Lucille for the, those toasty, tasty beverages. There will also be links in the description if you're like me and have the audio memory of a goldfish. Also, I know times are weird. We are like no less than nine years into a pandemic. That is a joke, by the way. Um, and if you'd like to support this podcast but don't have the money, share some recommendations on social media and to your friends and maybe enemies are also deeply appreciated and feed my soul in, well, probably a healthier way than straight shots of caffeine. <laughs> and again, as always, for every single listen and share, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in, and I hope you join us for next, next week's episode. Toodles!